This podcast is brought to you by ThamesCon, bringing conventions to Oxford and London, including the Great Conjunction, the first ever dark crystal convention in the world. For more information, visit their website at www.thegreatconjunction.com. Another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone! Dea, Tea, Dara, Tea. Your vital essence, the Dark Crystal. Kida, Kida. Come, come, see for yourself. Aru, Garu. How very interesting. Dea, Tea. I feel the song of Thra in my heart! Now go, you heroes of Thra! Hello, and welcome to Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and just want to say thank you so much for tuning in um, to this podcast. Um, on otherwise, you know, obviously we'd, we'd, we'd have, you know, been recording the show on with good news or good terms or, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and, but of course, I mean, also introduction. So also with me is uh, Jamie and Sydney. So, uh, wow. You know, it's, it's, it's been a pretty, uh, rough couple of days. Um, uh, you know, with everything that's been happening. Um, I guess for those that, you know, don't know, um, um, it's, you know, yeah, these past couple of days was a bit like a roller coaster ride, essentially. Um, it started off, uh, you know, at the very highs with uh, with Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance winning an Emmy for Outstanding Children's Program, uh, tied along with the HBO documentary, um, We Are the Dreamers. Um, and, um, and then sort of mere days later, um, that uh, Gizmodo or io9, um, they were uh the first you know media to to report of the show's cancellation and um um yeah i mean it, it was hard because like i remember i mean for me that morning you know because of the time zones it was morning for me when i was checking on the news and sort of heard about that and then i'm like you know almost don't want to believe it for a second i'm like you know i'll do a google search and see you know you know if, if all the other media outlets are posting it and and they did. And so, yeah, that's when it sort of, you know, that kind of hit me a little bit in the morning. Um, but then I had to go straight to work. So I didn't really, it was really weird that day because I didn't really have time to really process until like later that night um, of the cancellation. But uh, yeah, it's just been a pretty crazy couple of days. So I don't know your thoughts, um, Jamie and Cindy, just, you know, how you heard about the news and how have you been feeling like these past like, few days um since um the show being cancelled on netflix i don't know if i'm gonna go first you can go if you want <laughs> um yeah uh the last time we spoke uh on zoom and had our our last live stream was just an energy of elation and just like the the news of the emmy was such a high point and it just was like having the, the floor sort of ripped out from under you all of a sudden, you know, we, we barely got 24 hours to process it, um, to, to bask in the joy, I should say. We, we had that moment of fleeting hope, um, and then it, it was just, it felt like the blink of an eye when they just decided to uh, sort of rip the floor out and mm. drop, the, drop the hammer, so to speak. And... I think that was probably the the hardest part of it. And, you know, a part of me wants to theorize that that was um, meant to be a, like that was an intentional move as obviously mm. Netflix has known they weren't going to renew the show since longer than the last few days, probably. Mm. Um, <laughs> but they chose to make the official announcement right after a big flood of good news and positive energy, possibly as an attempt to be like, here, it's not all bad. Like, let's, you know, sandwich them with good and bad news, but yeah, yeah. To me, I feel like that kind of made it worse. I would have almost, maybe this is weird, but I almost would have preferred if they had announced the cancellation before the Emmy win. Mm. Like, I know that that sounds weird, but 
if you think about it, then it sort of would have been like a little bit of, well, at least you got this, like a little bit of comfort mm. afterward, sort of like yeah. a, just because it's canceled, it's still being rewarded. And I guess, you know, that's still true. You know, that's not any less true just because of the timing of when they announced it. It's just at the time, physically processing it in real time, it just felt it made it feel more intense to just be like, oh, I just had this five seconds of, of joy and just so proud of what this show has accomplished. And then it just felt like a bigger blow to, yeah, yeah just suddenly be like, oh, oh, don't be happy for too long. Guess what? Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Like we were prepared for this eventuality emotionally, but mm. also kind of know we weren't <laughs> at the same time. No, no. Yeah, I, I think, I think, yeah, I think, you know, when the announcement just sort of, you know, came out of left field, I mean, well, same thing happened, you know, a couple of years ago when they first announced the show being given the green light or happening. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, for me, just to, within days was just, yeah, it, it was a, it was a hard, a hard pill to swallow. Um, it was just, yeah, like it, it was hard to um, take in. And, um, but yeah, I mean, that's i mean that that's that is one thing about like you know whether they should have announced announced it you know even earlier to have you know at least that emmy win having that sort of bit of victory <laughs> um yeah. but also i did think if they were going to cancel it you know like whether they should have you know just waited out a little bit you know maybe wait maybe a week or two just you know just give us the celebration and love you know that yeah. <laughs> um we just such very short for a time, long yeah. time. We had been waiting for a long time with no news, as we re had repeatedly talked about. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, another another week of no news would have been no no different, except for the fact <laughs> that during that week we had a little bit of good news at the same time. Like we've mm. been allowed the moment to sort of ride that wave of the Emmy win and to feel like we'd really accomplished something um, as a as a community because you know, like we talked about before, in a way, it feels like it was our win, in addition to the shows, because we feel like we were all part of this family together. Um, mm. You know, without, you know, because I do want to give Jamie a chance to talk without without talking too long. <laughs> I do uh, just want to add on the end of my first little spiel here that um, I'm trying really hard to cycle back to just gratitude for everything that we have um you know because all the things that we have accomplished and that this show has accomplished and that this franchise has accomplished in the last year it isn't any less true just because the show isn't renewed we still have a whole lot to be grateful for and um a lot to show for what we've we've been through in this past year and you know there, there's still a little rate a little wave to ride just because um this is this is a sad bump it's it's not all sad no that, no that's where i want to now jamie you talk you say things yeah <laughs> well um i am i sad for sure actually hold on I, I hear sound from there we go um i'm i am sad am i was i prepared yes i was i had i had feelings that it wasn't uh that it probably wouldn't be renewed however the the length of time for the official cancellation announcement was very long um and all that was was strategy on netflix part they're not going to try and get an emmy for a show they've already canceled they're not going to do it that length wasn't for us mm. it wasn't for any other reason except for that emmy win end of story um mm. so that's the length so i it would have been weird. Oh, we canceled the show, but we won an Emmy. They wouldn't have won an Emmy if that show would have been canceled and if it would have been public. It's strategy, strategy, strategy. That's all it was. Yeah. Um, mm. And then there was a um, an article that came out discussing the firing of Cindy Holland, who was a producer on Age of Resistance, who was very instrumental in getting Age of Resistance made, along with many other yeah. people. But she was a driving force. And in that article, there was a... a a certain statement um, used when critiquing her performance and they said the dark crystal was age of resistance was an expensive disappointment. Um, uh, and I, when yeah. I read that quote, I was like, 
it's it it's it it's done yeah um yeah however and oh no i was just going to say i mean that was one of those things where i think um I, like i was surprised to come across this article like you know, because this article was posted on september the 10th and um it wasn't really till i think the day that the emmys you know day of the emmys that it just sort of popped up and you know i'm like oh okay you know there's you know didn't sound good the way that would describe a little late yes yeah yeah well i i I, here's the part that is frustrating to me um the dark crystal there there's a few parts but but yeah you have this show that was lauded by critics, well cri- well received by critics, which oftentimes some people are like, well, screw the critics. We have our own opinions, whatever. The critics loved it. It was a darling with the critics. It was on all of these top 10 uh, lists for best of 2019, best fantasy on TV. Then you had mm-hmm. Frank Oz come out and say, the show was amazing. It was a wonderful um, homage or um, it was a wonderful uh, what I can't remember the exact term, but he was saying essentially it really lived well with the legacy that Jim Henson created. So you have Frank Oz, co-director of the original film, saying how wonderful he thought Age of Resistance is. And then you have fans loving it. Absolutely. I would say 95% mm. of all of us just love it and think yeah. it's great. So you have all of these quadrants hitting this 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 show where you have fans and critics and original um director and then then again the top the top 10 list and then you have the emmy award to crown it all how does a show not do better than that how does a show how do you not want to show like that you don't want to show like that because the algorithms tell you there's not enough people watching it that's why the show got canceled that's Mm. what's frustrating to me Um, and i'm sure it was expensive but art is art can be expensive I would think that you would want to finish this legacy story that Jim Henson started just out of respect. Yeah. But that's not the way Netflix sees it. And it's his birthday today, by the way. It is his birthday. Um, Yes, yeah, yeah. I I, I can't help but feel like a little irked at the fact that the timing of it all, of of announcing the cancellation of the week of Jim Henson's birthday, I mean... I know you're you're 100 right, Jamie. That everything is about the algorithm, is about that it's about the data, um, and strategy, and not anything to do with how we're going to feel about it. Um, but we do have feelings about it. <laughs> that all being said, <laughs> yeah. And- well, and I think what's what's yeah. frustrating about the al- algorithm and the data is that you have these real living, breathing human beings all these people saying how amazing the show is and the response is, well, the data says this, the algorithms say that. Yeah. Yeah. It is one of those things where it's like, you know, there, you know, that there was probably, you know, a couple of factors, um, you know, that, that probably sort of happened. I mean, you know, one with Cindy being like, go, you know, being, campaigning print was the one that sort of really greenlit the whole show i mean i mean have to remind ourselves i guess like we've originally age of resistance was and it was it was going to be an, an animated series and it was pitched to them in that way and it wasn't really till you know in that documentary that city said you know she watched the film and you know she's like well wow you know there's this deep mythology and you know and it just would make sense to it's like why not do puppets sort of thing um so i mean i mean with her no longer being at netflix uh i mean that that could be a factor but i think yeah i think you're definitely right that at the end of the day i think it is really just about the numbers that um you just didn't just didn't meet netflix's you know from a business standpoint um that just didn't meet their expectations like even though yet yeah, we you know it got to number four uh Kids and Family Show of 20, uh, 2019. Number two. Um, number two. Was it number two or was it number I four? So. I, thought it was, I thought it was number okay. two. Oh, okay. I, I thought, but I could. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think it, uh, yeah, but it seemed to me it's like it needed to be number one and I think it needed to be bigger. And um, yeah, I think a lot of expectations, like, I mean, that was high. And it, yeah, it's, 
I mean, it, you know, it's, it's challenging, like, especially for, you know, a franchise like the Dark Crystal, whereas before Age of Resistance, all you had was the film. Um, and of course, you know, the books and, uh, and the comics that have been, you know, that had come out, um, you know, with the franchise coming back. And this was a huge way that Age of Resistance came back. Um, and yeah, it's just, you know, it, I mean, it is a, something that, you know, that, that I wrote in the article on darkcrystalpodcast.com, um, which I labeled it the late, the age of cancellation. And I just, you know, um, that, that the whole thing has been just been so surreal. Like, you know, that this show was a once in a blue moon moment sort of thing, um, that there's nothing like it. And, um, well, it, de- it definitely sucks about the cancellation, that's for sure. Um, but I mean, the one the one thing I probably want to you know make note about was the statement from Lisa Henson, and um, uh, one of the things that um, she says about um, you know saying you know we can confirm that there will not be an additional season um, that we know fans are eager to learn how this chapter of the Dark Crystal Saga concludes, and we'll look for ways to tell that story in the future. So I think overall, even though, so, I mean, it's a good thing at least that at least um, it seems like from Jim Henson company standpoint that, um, that they're going to try at least not give up, you know, and, and try and continue to uh, wrap up this story in some way. Um, and so it'll be interesting how that approach um, is going to be um, but I know there's there's probably a lot of issues that probably not issues but a lot of things that they probably need to work out before um, you know hypothetically you know whether I, I know there's been a lot of you know things around on uh, social media about you know whether it could go to a different streaming service um, but I'm not too sure you know the extent of that or you know how much um, you know with contracts and all that kind of stuff how much of a challenge that might actually be it's it's i mean in terms of going to another streaming service i don't know how Mm. likely that is either however Mm. what do we know we know that sets are built we know that puppets are made we know that there's so much in place already that a second season won't be that as expensive certainly will cost money for sure and definitely where they're going to shoot it will they shoot it in that same place will they move all that stuff over to the America or I don't know, wherever else. Um, yeah. There's a lot there. Um, one thing that I wanted to say, um, oh gosh, what was it? It'll come back to me. I'll let Sydney take the floor. I was waiting for a truck to go by outside. It got super loud for, for a second. <laughs> um, so yeah, there is a lot of speculation about going to other streaming services and things like that. And I, I don't, I don't want to discount that possibility for sure. Um, there are a lot of there are a lot of things behind the curtain that we don't know <laughs> as yeah. as fans about you know who exactly has rights to what and for how long and um, but for the sake of speculating and the sake of fantasizing, <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of people bring up Disney Plus because. Mm of the fact that Disney has the Muppets and Disney, you know, has a relationship with, with Henson company. I don't want to call yes. it necessarily a good relationship or a bad one. Cause it's all over the place. Historically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't but, know the confusion and the confusion still continues with people thinking that, um, that Disney owns, um, the Jim Henson, Henson company. They don't own the Jim Henson company. They just, no. it's, they it's, the it's, Hen- yeah, they have the Muppets. Henson company sold the Muppets. And bearing a big, big blue house to Disney. I missed that show. And a couple other things, but I think it was like primarily those two things. Yeah, they, but, the Henson Company as a whole, yeah, does, is not under the Disney umbrella just because they no. partner with them and have sold things to them. Um, yes, yeah. So for anyone listening who's still can you know confused about that, it's not like it's um. It's not an easy, simple task of Disney Plus just being like, oh, well, we got Henson. We can just plop that on a list. However, (laughs) However, Henson picked up two shows. I'm sorry. Disney Plus picked up two shows from Henson. Fraggle Rock and uh, the interview Uh, show. Yeah, so I'll have to clarify. Fraggle Rock? 
Yes. No. Nah, oh, I thought that was an Apple TV. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It is Apple yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's what? right. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> add that to my watch list right now on Disney Plus yeah. if it's there. But they do have Disney Plus does have the the talk show though, right? Yes, Earth to Net. Yes, yeah. Yes. And but they, and, they still say it's theirs though. This is our show but featuring Yeah, well, creatures. And I think Netflix it was similar. It was it wasn't it was a Netflix production but it was featuring yeah. the Jim Henson yeah. people. So it was uh, uh it was a um uh uh, a partnership for sure but i would say yeah. that probably disney plus does have a good relationship with the henson company they just do i mean yeah. henson also supplies puppeteers for the muppet show they have this agreement where henson will hire and train and send them forward and um, disney picks them up so i yeah. think they have a pretty simpatico relationship uh, right. or a symbiotic mm. relationship that so keeps people coming and keeps puppeteers working um, yeah. So I do think it would be great. I also think it would probably mm. be for Apple to pick up yeah. because Apple needs product too, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah they fact, need content. Yeah. Yeah. Age of Resistance was had, uh, it was, let's see, they were comparing numbers when Age of Resistance released and it was bigger than any show on Apple TV, if that tells you anything. So it wasn't big enough for Netflix, but was bigger than any show on Apple on apple what is it apple plus apple, i'm sorry apple oh, TV? apple tv yeah, yeah okay i there's so many streaming i know and different names, and I get the names <laughs> confused. um but yeah so i think that there's a possibility now i think sydney you're mm. so right i think to be grateful for what we what mm. we got 10 amazing hours of thra on we never thought we'd get this ever in our lives and no. it was a fluke that it happened yeah. um if anything i probably thought maybe another movie mm. or maybe netflix would greenlighted two-hour movie which maybe they should have done yeah. anyways um which like leads me to this miniseries i know animation. yeah which yeah. leads me to this one point that i wanted to make and um in terms of age of resistance and the numbers and the viewership this show was never going to be hugely popular it wasn't this is a niche thing it's been that way that's the legacy if anything it's, it's, been perf that way. it's mm. performance on netflix um, falls right in line with its performance in the box office. They should have known that. They should have known that from day one. If they didn't know that, and the problem is you have all these people who are excited. Oh, yes, I love that show. I loved it. All in the same room. Let's mm. do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's going to be great. And it was great. However, it was never going to give them the numbers that they were looking for. Yeah. Much like the original did give them the numbers that Jim Henson was looking for. And it was a bit of a critical critical uh, failure <laughs> and a financial mm. disappointment so i yeah. i feel like these producers and these studio people need better people informing them on what's going to do well in fact blade runner 20 expectations yes mm. i think blade yeah. runner 2049 um which i'm a big fan of i have a the only blade runner podcast yeah um <laughs> they spent 125 million dollars plus probably a 50 million dollar advertising budget for mm. this, for a film that did not perform well, and it never was going to. Very highbrow sci-fi, very philosophical, very um, heady. It wasn't going to perform well. So, yeah. but I think what happens is these people get into this, to their little offices, and they're green lighting things, and they're talking about things, and they're really excited, but they don't live in the real world. They don't understand who are gonna, and some people, mm. many people that I know, like, oh yeah, that looked really interesting, but they're not gonna watch it. Oh yeah, I'll, they'll watch about ten minutes of it, and then they won't watch anymore. Mm. And so, for me, part of the failure isn't just like I don't think that the show was a failure at all. However, no. I also think I think what started the failure of the show not being renewed was expectations, and also better planning. Netflix should mm. have planned. Say, why don't you shoot this like this is going to be the only season? Do an alternate do a way that we can tie this into the original so that we're not left on a cliffhanger, which is exactly where we are. So we're mm. not left with an unfinished story because that's where they left us yeah. with a story that's not finished. Um, yeah. didn't, none of the things that made it great mattered. They left us with a story unfinished and we don't know if, if, if it ever will be. Yeah. Cause I mean, that, that was the interesting thing was in the, the original pitch that it was sort of intended as sort of like a big event miniseries, essentially with 10 episodes that wrap, you know, tells the whole story 
Um, and I don't know whether that was Netflix's idea or Jim Henson's company idea um, to wanting to be like, you know what, Let, let's give the show some breathing space. Let's, you know, maybe just tell this part of the story and then, you know, uh, fingers crossed sort of thing that, you know, we'll, we'll get a second season. I'll be able to continue the story. Um, but yeah, yeah, unfortunately that um, didn't, wasn't the case in, in this case. So um, yeah. They really were banking, I think, too much on um, how much they could expand the audience of the Dark Crystal from just being this massively passionate cult following that mm. the film and the franchise already had. Yeah. Um, to something more Stranger Things level, everybody mm. universally loves this no matter who they are. And they really pushed that with their big San Diego Comic Con takeover mm, massive um yeah. the fact that it was just all over all of the methods of transportation in california for a yeah. chunk of time which was amazing to see yeah i i was excited about at the time about the fact that this this world that i had been invested in since i was a kid that i always struggled to find other people especially my own age who were with me on that it was always something that was like oh that's weird like that's just, i've never heard of that or that's a yeah. no, that's a little off for me like <laughs> you're being weird again sid um it was that sort of thing was now becoming attempting to be more mainstream and more like mm. it's okay for everybody to get into this guys it's not just for the weird kids but at the same time it kind of always has to be just for the weird kids in essence because jim henson was a weird kid and mm, yeah. you know, he, he was one of us and he made the Dark Crystal for him and for those like him. It mm. was never really meant to be something a mainstream. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. That wasn't what was important to him, you know. And Netflix is not comprised of a bunch of Jim Hensons. And they don't they don't make decisions according to uh what is gonna make our hearts happy as the weird kids who grew up on dark crystal and i say weird kid with all the love in my heart for those of you yeah. who have like maybe negative connotations toward you know calling people weird but i i own it i think it's a it's a a powerful word that i embrace so uh don't take that as a as a slur calling you weird kid at all anybody um <laughs> yeah. jim henson was absolutely one of us and i'm sure there are people who can relate to that you know i'm not trying to shun netflix at all i'm sure there are people otherwise the show wouldn't have gotten made but the fact of the matter is the numbers as we've touched on mm. are all that matters and and really cycling back to stranger things also i don't i don't even think stranger things initially was expected to take off and be as huge as it was that first season because mm. it, it also kind of appealed to weird kids and like a niche audience in a sort of way but it just really hit that perfect nostalgia button and started a trend of oh people really like nostalgia people really like harkening back to harkening back to the 80s right now with you know the marvel movies were all starting to have this sort of 80s comedy flair after guardians of the galaxy did oh people like being retro and nostalgic for the 80s right now and then stranger things so I kind of feel like that was sort of what was motivating Netflix also in the first place to be like, oh yeah, the Dark Crystal, that's like a niche 80s thing. And it got like a um, a shout out in that Ready Player One movie, which, sorry. Big movie, shout out. Yes, yeah. yeah. That movie yeah. was not excellent in my opinion. But <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did squee like a giddy piglet when they mentioned, you know, Kira, like from the Dark Crystal. And I was... You could hear me in the theater. Who I was bored the majority of the movie, but that came up, and I was like, like "Yeah, that's that, so it's a great call out." And also, I mean, that was the one thing I actually bought the book, just to, just because I heard, you know, I heard about a little bit about the book being, you know, full of pop culture references, and yeah. I also, you know, got on the iPad and you know, yeah, search the term Star Crystal, and then I saw that reference, and that same reference is in that book as well. So I'm like, yeah. oh, that was that was pretty I've been neat. I told the book is excellent, and everybody I've talked yeah, to, I need, who's been yeah. like, yeah, I hated the movie too, but the book is way better. Like, mm. that's the story for the ages. Everybody says that. I I believe it. It's just. All that aside, however we felt about the movie, the fact that things that were getting massive media attention and were on the forefront were starting to feature things that were like, 
culty 80s weird kid friendly things and we're like oh okay that's trendy now you know like it's like that geek chic thing like um but so but trendy like and that's all very true and i think part of the success of stranger things is because it reminds us of et it reminds us of the goonies it reminds us of uh well those of us who were you weren't quite born yet but um, I was a kid when those movies were being released and a lot of the people who are in charge of Netflix are around my age so it's this it is this like let's go back to nostalgia let's 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 jump into those things that bring us love and I think yeah. certainly with Stranger Things it's there are actual people that you can feel and emote for, yeah. you know you can you can see them emote you can invest in them emotionally all of those things that make make it possible for it to have a wider audience it's not yeah. that niche where if they went and tried to make a sequel to what's that cult classic that everybody watches at midnight um with susan saran rocky horror picture show if someone did a rocky horror picture show sequel it would flop because it it's would, not absolutely. made for it i'll tell you but some yeah. people Wait, well, there was that. a sequel wasn't there was there it? was but it was uh yeah. like yeah it was called shock therapy and it was a oh, long God. time ago um, and and even then was not um not successful at mm. all really mm-hmm. they, yeah. yeah well yeah. I, I, I just <laughs> yeah, think yeah. that you know again real world planning real world expectations really knowing what an ip will do um, and yes, there are surprises and delights along the way. Dark Crystal was never going to be that, and people should have known that. And I think part of my um, the the militancy you hear in my voice is because it's do it comes from expectation and knowing that people who get paid more than I ever will should have known this. They should have known this. They should have had better planning for this. Um, mm. And or they should have said, let's have a backup plan just in case this doesn't work out. Let's make sure that people aren't um, feeling like this whole story hasn't been told. And I, like I just said yeah. before, so I, I, I feel like going forward. I mean, there. I just hope that they have better expectations. And I also realize that Netflix. This has been in the news in terms of not well, maybe not the news, but articles about Netflix looking for its own Star Wars, its own. Um, Harry Potter. Thrones, Harry Potter. Yeah. They're looking for an IP that mm. will do that. Game of Thrones took investment. That show wasn't very successful right away. And then it became no. huge. And it got eight seasons. Um, but if it would have been in Netflix hands, it would have been cut off at the second season. And that's the truth. Yeah. It takes investment. It takes time to build a, a um, an IP or a franchise that people are like, oh, yes. And I'm not saying that Dark Crystal would have been that. Um, It probably wouldn't have, but at least give it, give it the integrity of a whole story. And that didn't happen. And that's frustrating to me because people should have known better and they they didn't. Totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, Put all their eggs in one basket. Like, yeah. I I mean, uh, that's one of the things like I kind of had wish with the show like i know netflix has that so that binge model of you know having all the episodes done once um but for me it's like i i think it would have been it would have i think it, it would have been interesting to know whether it would have been better or whatnot um had they been able to stretch because you know this is a very expensive show for netflix you think oh let's make the most out of you know the time to really you know stretch out the show over you know every week or or even if they had done it in a way that you could have had, uh, say, like the first part, you know, the first five episodes, Lucas, and then, you know, early this year, part two, that sort of wraps up, you know, that first season at least to sort of, um, you know, just to sort of stretch that content out and be able to, you know, spend more time being able to keep promoting the show, Um on an actively um, sort of basis, because I mean, that, that was the one thing I was actually concerned about um, before the show came out was just um, potentially the lack of marketing. Um, Cause, um, but you know, when we got things like the San Diego comic card and, you know, they, they did do big things towards the end, but I definitely th- felt like because this was going to be a film that or a show that probably 99% of people never seen a dark crystal before that this is going to be you know that really they needed to treat it as a new ip um and you know be able to you know make content that you know promotes the show in a way that's like you know 
always had these little, little, like video ideas, for example, where it's like, you know, whether they had, you know, this is what this girlfriend clan's about and this is what this girlfriend clan's like and introducing all the characters and just sort of getting little hints and stuff um, before, you know, the show came out. But, um, but that, that was just, yeah. That's a, that's a really good point, Phil. In fact, that was mm. something that we were discussing before the show even released, where there was no word yeah. um, when they were having the conventions and they weren't showing anything to the public. Like, you want to have a good, you want to have a good franchise. You want people to invest in it, then promote it before it opens. The Netflix model yeah. didn't work for this, um, and I don't know if it would have worked. Well, it didn't work the way that they. And I'm trying. I, I, mm. Obviously, um, I'm frustrated at this and i don't mean to be like netflix ah, like no no we salty yeah they're, they're, we salty in this yeah place. we salty and there are yeah. wonderful people yeah. who work there and they're great whatever but at the same time mm. who was reading the research from the original film looking at the numbers looking at the ticket sales looking at looking at the the legacy of fans like for instance i've said this before um the official dark crystal page has about a half a million people so about five hundred thousand people um, mm. And I was watching that page number and I thought, okay, maybe it'll go up to a million or two. It mm. seems like it never changed. It never has gotten past the 500,000 plus. It's always stayed there. That is a sign that this will not reach everyone. Not everyone's involved. Like I've heard many people say, man, I don't do puppets, man. I don't do dead eyed things. And I'd laugh like oh, shocked, but not shocked yeah. at the same time. You know, yeah. again, I, you're going to spend maybe upwards of a hundred million dollars. I'm not for sure how much, um, mm. do your blanking research. <laughs> Legit. I mean, hundred percent because look, look at the entire history of this franchise. Look at how, how the movie mm. performed and how much of a hard time they had even getting the movie completed in the first place because of how, how little support they were getting. <laughs> yeah. And, and then how long was it before we got anything else in the franchise? Like we didn't start getting comic books and novels, you know, right off the bat. So maybe we yeah. got like the novelization of the film was probably the mm -hmm. first thing that we had. Um, yes, yeah. And the comic book, the Marvel comic special that was just the movie in comic book form. But how long was it before we got an expansion, more content that wasn't just a retelling of the movie again? Um, and then it was, you know, 30 years before we got more puppet content. Um, it's, it took, it's, this franchise was never like the Avengers. <laughs> no, no. It's just not realistic. You, you can't yeah. go in. Um, I feel like they were just trying to force a Stranger Things type situation where they were mm. like, yeah, people really like to be nostalgic and, you know, 80s -y right now. And, this could really work. Let's try to make it, you know, they tried to force a square peg into a round hole um, or force a square shard in a round crystal. <laughs> and it, <laughs> um, so it, yeah, yeah, I'm all on board with Jamie's rant because it's, you know, I, while I'm not in the camp of, you know, everybody cancel Netflix because we're mad at them. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you want to keep watching the show that's the only way you can do it mm. legally. You should yep. do that. If you want to keep yes. watching the show, don't cancel your Netflix. Um, but we're right to be mad <laughs> about yeah, it yeah, and yeah. think like, oh my goodness, you should, there's so many other ways you could have handled that um, and not just banked on the fact that this was going to blow up like a Stranger Things situation. Mm. Because when those big booming successes happen, it's because of just a combination of you marketed it correctly and it just had that magic thing stranger things wasn't really marketed like crazy before the first season dropped like netflix advertised it but it wasn't like a whole big merch thing it wasn't like now where you walk into target and within five seconds you can pick out five stranger things products on the shelves mm -hmm. in various departments like what every time a new marvel movie comes out you see stuff for it everywhere well before the movie mm. comes out. Stranger Things wasn't like that. Something magic just kind of happened. It hit the right thing. It was successful. It blew up. Mm. I think they were putting all their eggs in one basket to use that phrase again, that, yeah. that this was going to be like that. 
and you, you can't predict that really. Um, you have to be realistic and you have to look at the history of the franchise you're working with and how did this work in the past? And let's take that into consideration before we try to add on to this franchise. And again, not trying to overshadow the gratitude because what we got was way more than I ever would have thought we were going to get. Again, living my life as the weird kid who other kids thought like, what is this puppet thing you're trying to make me watch? This is scary, let's not watch this. Um, and me like, well, why does nobody get it? Like I never thought in a million years, A, that I would find a community at all of other kids like me who went through that. So that's already something that's rad as hell. And then two, I never thought we would get more puppet content ever. So super grateful, super, super mm -hmm. grateful. And I will always, if we never get another puppet on screen for the Dark Crystal franchise again, please don't let that be the case. But let's yeah. say worst case scenario, we never get another puppet on screen for the Dark Crystal. I will, you know, die on the hill of being glad for those 10 episodes. Oh, that of we course. Did get. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. No, yeah. no question there. But Lord, hindsight, 2020 Netflix, guys. Yeah, well, and I think it points to a larger trend in not just these shows, but I mean, if you talk about Netflix, they have a lot of shows that, well, mo a lot of their shows don't go beyond season two or three. Um, but there's a lot of shows on there who, there are some shows on there that go past that. But the shows that do, they're cheap mm. to make. Mm. They're filmed at a school. They start 23-year-olds who are all sleeping together or something. You know, like, like they're <laughs> They're, they're, they're really cheap to make, and so those are the shows that they invest in. But there's also a larger trend with the studio system. For instance, we're in a pandemic, and the studios are freaking out because they can't release these $150 million tentpoles. Do you know why? Because they can't make that money back. If they would start spending less money, it wouldn't mm -hmm. be a, such a big a risk. And it's happening not... Netflix is the juggernaut, but it's it's not just happening with them. It's happening with the studio. And I think if if yeah. you're you can make great content that's cheaper, you just have to. But th the heads are in this place where everyone wants a tentpole, everyone wants a Star Wars. Um, but those things were also flukes as well. Those things were yeah. like, oh well, uh, yeah. and then they turned into blockbusters. Um, and you can't yeah. make a blockbuster. You can't. There's not a factory. You have to give it the love and the attention and again like we've all been saying dark crystal wasn't going to be it and they should have approached it that way i won't say that again though sorry i'm just it is really frustrating yeah, yeah. i mean i'm it gonna really agree is. every time you say yeah. it though <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely true yeah. yeah um and you know of course like with this news i mean obviously you know like lisa said you know they'll they'll still try and find some ways to tell stories um that i mean the other thing is is that there is thousands of years worth of stories um to be told that you know should they decide to sort of tell those other stories while you know developing you know if they can get a chance to do more um age of resistance um so that that's sort of sort of a food for thought um with that and um but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, it's a, it was amazing 10 episodes of television. Um, it was like definitely a huge highlight for 2019. Um, and with the Henson Company, of course, the, they've actually got, you know, quite a few things in in the works at the moment. Um, of course, you know, that they're, they're working on Fraggle Rock because um, that uh, with the show they did for Apple TV earlier this year, that it did really well enough for them to sort of actually bring the show back um which has been great um and also um you know with, and also with labyrinth um the sequel that that's still somewhere in the writing stages um forgetting that's so, happening <laughs> yeah i know yeah yeah that's not gonna do well either it's just it's, yeah it's really not and uh, labyrinth is i guarantee you, would, you yeah i i for the same reasons that age of resistance didn't do well yeah. I have to say that in quotes because well, especially if you get like yeah. the typical like writers behind it, probably going to bring back a version of the Goblin King or hint to it and not make yeah. it its own thing. They're going to try and remake what we've seen. It's not mm. going to do well. And now if Jeff yeah. Jeff Addison and Will Matthews were behind it, it might be written yeah, it well. It could be written um, super well, but yeah. it's you know, right. yeah, as they, we yeah. Learn, gonna it doesn't well. matter how amazing mm. something is. It doesn't matter how incredible mm. and artistic and unique and mind-blowing something might be mm. yeah absolutely 
not for everyone. It's not for everyone. Um, I just yeah. wish that art was more respected than it is Dude. by people who make mm. it. Yeah. You know, totally, by people yeah. who produce it. But not just Netflix. I think a lot of people aren't in the business of art. They're in the business of commodity. They're in, yeah. they're in the business of mm. futures and stock and shareholders and profits. Sometimes art slips through. Um, sometimes mm. art's produced. Oftentimes it's not on it's not produced in an ongoing way. And that's always the, the strain between the artist and the people funding the artist. Yeah. Where they're like, hey, I have these ideas. Well, how much is this idea gonna make us? Well, it's not about this, it's about the idea. Well, hey, it's gotta be about this, the money yeah. first. You know? Which it's is why always this pushing... yeah. the those franchises that don't start off terribly successful financially but blow up and become super successful and then go on for decades and decades why artistically the quality does tend to decline by that last season or by that newest movie um, because you're right once it becomes more and more of a of a cash cow <laughs> the, the quality of the art and the care of the for the art itself um, lessens and I think one look at any comment thread under a Star Wars topic will tell you that <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah but yeah i think overall it's like you know even if i do you know try and bring uh, crystal you know back um you know to continue the story um yeah. i think you know it's definitely going to be a bit of a wait um yeah. that's for sure before there and and you know because i mean at the end of the day i mean this was a huge production this is like it was like i remember jamie like you know when we went to Henson Company back in April, and they said, you know, this is this is the biggest puppet production ever, and it it really was, you know, yeah. seeing what what they were able to, what they did with with the show. So, um, you know, I think they deserve, you know, a bit of a break. Do you know maybe doing these small scale kind of shows for a bit of time, and before they can be like, you know what, okay, I think we're ready to take on this again. Um, but maybe they are ready to take it on again, you know. <laughs> um so but i yeah yeah so it is one of those things where i think yeah it, it'll be a bit of a way but um i mean the important thing is that um with dark crystal that there is still we still got the dark crystal bestiary book that's going to be coming out um in october so and um and who knows i mean the the comics issue 12 is going to come out next month as well that sort of wraps up the more main arc um the old Mordra from the show, uh, which has been really good. I, I actually been enjoying that arc. Um, and um, yeah, so, you know, there's still, and hopefully, you know, in, in a new year, you know, we'll get some more Dark Crystal content, you know, outside of the live action um, show. So um, it, it'll be very interesting couple of years to see what the future holds for the franchise. Yeah, and, and yeah. I think also- Indeed the other important thing to consider is how reinvigorated and re-inspired so many dark crystal fans became in this last year as a result of mm. resistance directly um and also as a result of jm lee's novels which other than age of resistance i think the jm lee novels are right up there with oh other they're things awesome i'm massively yeah. grateful to, to come of um this franchise and even again if worst case scenario we never get another puppet on screen if J.M. Lee keeps writing novels to continue the, AM, the Age of Resistance story, like mm. I will gladly read every single one of those. I will get a hard and paperback version yeah. of each one because they're phenomenal. And you know why yeah. they're phenomenal? Because J.M. Lee is a fan. He's yeah. not, he wasn't a great big name that some company said, oh yeah, we should get that guy because people like him. No, he was chosen out of a group of fans who displayed his love, he's one of us, and that's why mm -hmm. his product is art. And yeah. so if all of this to cycle back to the fact that so many Dark Crystal fans are creators and are artists, and that's the kind of fan base that this franchise has, people mm -hmm. who are who appreciate art and creation. Mm -hmm. So because that being said, so many of us in the community have been creating amazing things. The art the costumes, the makeup and nail projects that are inspired by Age of Resistance and by Thra. There's even fan fiction out there, people writing their own versions of what they think could be happening with these characters. Like there's there's so much being reinvigorated in this fandom as a result of 
age of resistance happening of the fact that these fans thought hey you know what we can get something made and we can make it ourselves and sometimes when we make it ourselves Henson Company notices us and they let us they pay us to make stuff ourselves look at Jim mm. Lee that's an J.M. Lee it's a, it's a inspiration story to those of us who are creator fans like there can be a, a greater purpose to what we do so that that's definitely mm. uh, there's a huge source of hope there despite the cancellation that we we won't get a continuation a season two of age of resistance the same way that we got a season one it won't be a mm. direct continuation on netflix at least anytime soon like that's that has fingers been crossed us, fingers but. crossed though they do finish the story somewhere else exactly. with, a, with a sizable mm. budget to finish the story really yes. um yes. by the way a uh, shout out to james reedy and ethan erska shout out both of you mm. you're stupid no um <laughs> now go away <laughs> But I have a question yeah. for you guys. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if, when you yeah. want to end this, though, Phil. But the question is, what do you th do? You think it will get picked up by another sh streaming network? I see. Oh, I think it'll be a miracle, much like the show being greenlit. Um, so doubtful, but hopeful. Oh, it's. I, I want like, of course, I, I would. I love. I'd love to. You know, to see it continue. No doubt about it um like but yeah i mean i mean it is hard because it's like you know it it does you know it's i mean that's the thing at the end of the day i think if any streaming service is picking it up they're picking it up because of the legacy because of the art um and yeah the the, the potential that it has you know um i mean i i definitely think that there is that potential that um that i think was probably you know originally intended with age of resistance like had it been super successful you know not only they would have done you know possibly a second season but i think the possibility of tell more of those you know stories within the world of thra in um um through the puppets and all that kind of stuff um but yeah it'll be um yeah i've got my fingers crossed but um but I definitely think like if we do, it's, yeah, it'll be a long way. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, like I'm, you know, as for where, I mean, you know, Disney plus, I think would be a good home um, or Apple TV based on they need content. Um, I know of course, HBO, I mean, HBO uh, first put out Fra Fraggle Rock um, on HBO. So it would be almost like an interesting full circle kind of thing. If, if actually Dark Crystal <laughs> went on HBO um, Max, but um, but I probably doubt that, I think, you know, cause that's more of a, um, they've got a lot of other properties and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I'm definitely hopeful. Like I'm, I'm hopeful that they'll be able to continue the story um, and, you know, the pe you know, people behind the Henson Company, they've been trying to bring this franchise back. And, um, you know, I applaud them for not giving up because, like, you know, they, they, they went really hard, you know, especially ever since uh, 2005, probably even earlier than that, um, when we had heard news about um, the Power of the Dark Crystal uh, coming back. And... Um, you know, trying and that sort of, you know, it, it happened and it didn't happen and it happened and it didn't happen. Um, and it took them time. And, um, and it was just, it just seemed like perfect timing when we were able to get Age of Resistance, you know, on Netflix, um, the way it did, um, knocked it out of the park. And yeah, I mean, I just hope that they don't give up. I hope they, that, that they'll just, they'll, they don't give up with, with the franchise and keep continuing on um, regardless, you know, you know, whether it goes to somewhere else or, you know, who knows what, or if it gets told, if the story gets told in a different medium, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of opportunities out there, I think. And um, hopefully we can, hopefully they can find the right one and, you know, that it all works out and be able to wrap up the story. Cause I mean, you know, age of resistance, you know, it's sort of like we've got the start and the end, but we don't have the middle. And I think 
like all stories, you got to have those three things and having the middle part is um, definitely an essential part. Um, yeah. It's got two of the I three think, sons yeah. that it needs for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the good news though. Mm-hmm. If another service, say HBO or Disney or Apple picks it up, the numbers they look at are drastically different than the number that Netflix looks at. Netflix You'd have to start from scratch. Beyond yeah. juggernaut. So the numbers yeah. that they're looking at for a show to be successful are sometimes double the numbers that HBO is looking at or Apple or all these other places. So I think a show like Age of Resistance, a season two, could have incredible life on HBO or Apple TV or Disney Even Plus. Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Or totally yeah, yeah. Amazon. Also, yeah, Amazon, Amazon yeah. did yeah. Carnival Row, which is sort of in the... Yeah, and mm. it got renewed for a season two, by the way. And I'm sure that those numbers are way lower than than Age of Resistance. I'm sure they're double in double digits lower than Age of Resistance. Mm. Um, so I think uh, the Dark Crystal. Be- I, I almost feel like it belongs on Amazon. It belongs on uh, um, mm. on a um, on a streaming service that's a little bit um, more centered on art and less on mm. commodity. Yeah, left Amazon field, yeah. notoriously has a better mm. library for fantasy. Oh, for like sure. Netflix in general and for horror. And sorry, ignore the, the truck behind me. There <laughs> is also um, a massive amount of Dark Crystal fans who are horror fans. Mm-hmm. I, I did forget to mention that the outcry against uh, or in response to the cancellation has not just been in immediate dark crystal communities. It's also in other like fandoms that I, that I dabble in as well. Like a lot of horror groups in particular have been just like so vocal about how mad they are that age of resistance, they get canceled. There's a lot of horror fans who are dark crystal fans because dark crystal, the original film is notorious for being a gateway horror film. Oh, even the, uh, the series is too. There's some horror. Oh, yeah, in the- absolutely. But I just mean back when we were all kids totally. first seeing the movie, yep. it served as that gateway to us. Like, oh, I think I like things that creep out the other kids. <laughs> like that, <laughs> I think that's fun. And Amazon has a really good horror library. A lot of horror fans have Amazon and not Netflix. <laughs> and um, I think it would just do really well there because a lot of fantasy and horror fans who are already Dark Crystal fans are already having their eyes on Amazon for things like Carnival Row and are stoked for the Lord of the Rings content that's coming. Oh, yeah. Dark Crystal almost belongs on Amazon. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) It really does. Like, and it would be, I mean, they spent two, what is it? Two billion, one billion dollars on the the Lord of the Rings series that's shooting right now. And they're giving it like four seasons or something like that. Like, that's the kind of investment you want. You don't want fly-by-night investment. Yeah, you don't want fly-by-night investment. You want someone who realizes that, you know what, we want to invest in you. And even if it's not successful, we want to make sure that you tell your story. That's a company you want hosting your show, not a company that cancels a show after one season, cancels a show after two seasons. Yeah, Yeah. it's all about the art. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I think we'll, we'll, we'll probably wrap up um, for our discussion. I know we've been yeah, a bit over an hour. Um, I know you've got to head off, Jamie, and, and I do too. I got to go get ahead off to work uh, back to the real world. Um, but um, again, so we'll wrap it up. So again, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning into this, uh, to our show. And um, what I will say um Last but not least, uh, we definitely got a, a very special show that's in the pipeline um, that's going to happen soon, um, uh, which, you know, I'll, I'll announce it in a couple of days' time. Uh, but I think it's the next show that we're going to do. Um, you definitely don't want to miss out um, that I can tell you. You will not see it. You will not hear the show anywhere else. Yeah. Nowhere else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, uh, so that, that's all I'll say. So, um, again, yeah, thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned for more Trial by Stone. All right. See you, everyone. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Dark Crystal Podcast. 
Follow us on Instagram at Dark Crystal Podcast and on Twitter at Dark Crystal Pod. If you'd like to support the show, subscribe to the podcast, write a review on Apple Podcasts, and consider being our Patreon supporter at patreon.com forward slash Dark Crystal Podcast. Thank you all so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone. This podcast is brought to you by ThamesCon, bringing conventions to Oxford and London, including the Great Conjunction, the first ever Dark Crystal convention in the world. For more information, visit their website at www.thegreatconjunction.com.